Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. In a world where very few people embrace their global identity and seek to understand their neighbors, cross-cultural expert Tayo Roxon is on a mission to bridge this divide. Each week, he'll open your mind with insights from some of the global minds in the world. Get ready, take some notes, and learn how to be the best you that you can be. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of As Told My Nomads, and today's episode is with Kelly Roach. Kelly is a former NFL cheerleader turned Fortune 500 executive and now the CEO of Kelly Roach International. As someone who built a business on the side of a corporate job before taking a full-time, Kelly then doubled down her business when her daughter was a newborn and retired husband at the same time. In addition to her entrepreneurial success, Kelly is also the host of a top-rated podcast called Unstoppable Success Radio and the author of the 11-time international bestseller, Unstoppable. Nine Principles for Unlimited Success in the Business and in Life. She leads online coaching programs and offers private mentoring as well. But it is with great pleasure and great honor that I uh, I want to welcome Kelly to the show. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you so much for that incredible introduction. And I am so excited to be here. The pleasure is mine. How about you um, You start off telling us about your incredible life? Because it's, it's been it's, – it's not a linear journey. It's It's gone through several um, – winds and turns. So uh, I'd love to hear from um, from your mouth how you initially got started and where the vision for what you are today came from. Sure, absolutely. Well, you know what? I had a background probably similar to a lot of people listening to the show today. You know, I came from a family. We always struggled financially. We never had any money. It was like my parents were always arguing about it. And I heard the word no far too often, right? And so uh, I got into college. I worked like three jobs all through college. One of them was being an NFL cheerleader to pay my bills and, and you know, keep myself afloat. And I just knew when I graduated that I was going to do every everything in my power to achieve financial freedom and never have to worry about money again. And so I started with a Fortune 500. I got promoted seven times in eight years. I was the first person in and the last person out of the office. And I kind of ran my way up the corporate ladder as fast as humanly possible. And uh, that was fun. And I learned a ton. And, you know, it was a great experience. And I achieved those kind of outward worldly things that I had set out to do. Um, But just like most people, you know, as I was going up and up and up, I got to the point where I was managing 17 locations, full P&L responsibility, 100 direct reports. And, you know, I was making all this money, but I had no time to have a life, right? And so it got to a point where my health was being compromised. I was exhausted. I was burnout. And I knew that even if I kept getting promoted and promoted and promoted and making more money, that, you know, that would come with the demands of basically compromising my quality of life and giving up who I was as a person. And so um, my whole background in, in my Fortune 500, I was teaching 
and training and really building confidence in other people, allowing them to become successful at sales. I was, uh, you know, basically doing what I do for entrepreneurs today, but I was doing it for one company. And then I decided, you know what, I'm going to take this show on the road and I'm going to help the people who really need it, which are entrepreneurs, to learn how to do sales and do marketing. And, uh, you know, I'm going to build it around having a life and, uh, you know, I'm going to build it around making a difference and, and helping families. And so that's what I did. And, and that's kind of how I got on the, the path and the journey to where I am today. All right. So that that's great. And I love that you share that story. You talk about that tipping point, though, the, the point when you realized, oh, my goodness, I've been doing this on the side for a while now. It's time to just take that leap. Yeah, I mean, it, well, for me, I, I built a multi six figure business while I was working full time. And so it, I really focused on building up the security of my family. And um, it just got to a point where I needed to be working less hours and earning more money when my daughter was born. And so I started making a lot of changes. And uh, the time that was going into my business versus building someone else's was one of them. Mm, mm. And then um, obviously, you know, it led to you writing the book, Unstoppable, Nine Principles of Four Unlimited Success in Business and in Life. And that's an 11 time international bestseller. That's an incredible, uh, you know, achievement to actually um, um, come across and to attain. So congrats on that. Um, but as you were creating that content, why did you feel like that was something that we needed to have? There are so many business books in the world right now, but what about your book did you feel was unique? Yeah, my book is all about simplifying. And it's about really one core thing. And the thing that it's about is bringing together success in business and in life. Because over and over again, even in my backstory, before I started my own company, I sacrificed my life in order to have business success. And the story that I always see is either someone compromises their dreams to support their family, or, you know, they, they build their business and they compromise their quality of life. It's very, very rare to find anyone that actually brings together a life that they love with a business that is growing and supporting their family in a way that they can live their dreams. And so the book was really written as a wake up call for people to say, Hey, you know, there's these nine simple principles. And if you live by these things, you take these actions, you focus on these skill sets, you do these specific strategies, you can bring together having a life that you love and a business that supports your family and creates financial freedom. So it was really about a coming together of those two principles. A coming together of those two principles. Well, without giving too much away, because I want the audience to get your book, can you go through some of those nine principles? Absolutely. Yeah. So one of the first ones is stop resenting the 1% and join them. And this is one of the biggest things that I think prevents people from building wealth and creating financial freedom. And that is that they have resentment towards the very people that are where they one day want to be. And it's become very popular in the news and, you know, in the world to have resentment towards the wealthy. And I think that's a belief system that's many times been passed down. And it's very unfortunate because I think many people out there who want wealth, want to better their situation, want to achieve financial freedom, 
have their own internal mindset working against them. So I start off the book by helping people to understand, hey, it's your mindset that's blocking you from getting to where you want to be. And when you shift your thoughts, your feelings, and your belief system around money, and you channel your energy into creating abundance instead of resisting or having feelings of resentment towards those who already have it, you're going to start to see really big changes in your life. Okay. Okay. So that's one. Stop resisting the 1%. Okay. What's the, what's the second one? Another one, and we probably won't have time to go through all of them, so I'll pick a couple that I think are super important. Another one that's really important is leadership. So a big section of the book is all around leadership because – entrepreneurs don't think of themselves as leaders. They start off as a solopreneur. They're doing their thing. They find that thing that they're passionate about, but they don't necessarily realize that there is such a short, limited amount that any one person can do. And so if you want a life of freedom and you want a life of financial abundance, becoming a great leader is the heartbeat of that. It's the ability to get results through other people and it's the ability to inspire others to action. And so a lot of the book is about understanding that both things that we're trying to help you achieve, Mm -hmm. which is a life that you love and a business that creates financial freedom comes down to your ability to lead, inspire, motivate others and to get results through them so that you're not stuck working 24 hours a day to get from where you are to where you want to be. Love it. Love it. Now, obviously you talk about leadership. You talk about joining the 1% and the thing that I love about your particular story is that you you're very, very, you know, driven. And that's one thing that, I, that I've that i noticed throughout, whether it's your corporate job or your uh, entrepreneur journey, you were driven, you had a vision, and you stayed committed until you achieved your goal. I mean, to get promoted as many times as you did takes a lot of dedication and hard work. I hear a lot of times, though, when I'm, I'm talking to people who are thinking of starting a business, they seem to get intimidated by the first sign of failure that they have. I'm wondering if you can talk about the failures that you had on your way up the corporate ladder and on your way up building this um, six-figure business, how did you turn those failures into something that was um, ultimately a, a lifelong lesson for you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, one of the hardest things for me when I was, you know, going from focusing on my success in a corporate realm to success as an entrepreneur was embracing failure. That was a huge hurdle for me personally, because when you've had success in your previous life and you move into entrepreneurship, the degree to which you're willing to fail is the degree to which you're able to succeed. And so for me, initially, I was trying to kind of protect myself and not make too many mistakes and, you know, make sure that what I spent my time on was always guaranteed to work. And it does not work that way um, as an entrepreneur. So I think embracing failure and understanding that the only way you can learn what does work is by testing and trying a lot of different things. I always tell my clients, everything is a test. And if you can have that mindset about the way that you approach your business, you'll be wildly successful. Um, You asked me, what are some things that were failures for me? I mean, I I failed as early as this morning, right? Like (laughs) I fail every single day and that's how I know I'm growing. That's how I know I'm getting better. Um, I run calls with my team now where I'm doing coaching calls. You know, uh, a week ago, we recapped our last launch and it was one of our most successful ones. I was, you know, very excited with the outcomes, but I I identified 10 or 15 big mistakes where I dropped the ball and I said to my team, hey, I'm the CEO. I'm responsible for the vision. Um, I'm responsible for the direction. You know, these are areas that I missed the mark on that, you know, we could have made a lot more money with. You know, I own it. We're going to fix it. Let's get ready for the next one. Um, You know, in the beginning, I, I failed at everything. I failed at my first launch. I failed at my first webinar. I failed at my first live stream. I could go down the list. But I I think the bottom line is that 
everyone that gets to a position of wild success has had innumerable failures and it's their ability to embrace that that's allowed them to achieve that level of success. And and without risking failure, there's no way to even get in the game and gain enough experience to be successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think we need to reframe the way we talk about failure. Failure is not a negative. It's a, it's not a chance for you to learn something. And a lot of the greatest, the greatest people to ever do anything in the world all failed their way to success. They failed forward. Um, and, you know, obviously that's evident in your life and, and you, you know, being a competitive dancer all your life, uh, to, to become this thought leader, uh, that, that talks about, you know, empowerment and the, the link between that and exercise is definitely something that, that, um, you know, that I can see in your journey as well. But the thing with entrepreneurship is sometimes people work themselves to death and they, Find a way to just basically lose that sense of work-life integration. You have successfully done that as well. You've you've had a uh, you've well you have a family, you have uh, you know a happy marriage, and you have a successful business. What is the best way to um, connect health and wealth in a good way? Well, I say first and foremost is discipline. You know, I hear people, the number one complaint that I hear from entrepreneurs and small business owners is, you know, I don't have enough time, whether they're considering starting a business or trying to grow an existing one. It's always, I I don't have enough time. And what I always tell people is it's not about how much time you have. It's about how you use the time that you have. And most people are majoring in minor things. And so, yeah, they're working a lot of hours, but they're not getting any results because they're spending their time giving, keeping themselves busy, but not necessarily working on the high powered leverage things that are going to get results. So be disciplined, do the things that you don't want to do when you don't want to do them that are actually going to get you results. Stick with it. Don't keep changing your focus every five minutes and starting over with something new. Keep working at what you've been working on and find a way to innovate and improve and get significantly better results. And I mean, value your health, value your family, Um, set healthy boundaries, right? Like making a, a business that is built around your life should be the essential uh, strategy and philosophy behind everyone that starts a business. But if you allow it to get under out of control and, you know, you're, you're starting off by working 80 hours a week, you know, obviously it's really hard to recover from that. So I, I would say that a lot of entrepreneurs now are starting businesses on the side, working part time, and they think that that's the reason why they can't succeed or why they're not growing as fast as they should be. And I tell people all the time, and I stand by this, you have the biggest advantage when you are working part time, because you understand that you have very limited time. And you need to use that time on the right things that are going to generate results. You can't waste eight to 10 hours a day doing nonsense that isn't ultimately going to move the ball forward. Comes down to time management is what I'm hearing. Time management. 100%. Time management. 100%. And, what are your priorities? What are your values? Yeah. And, well, and to, to that point, I mean, if, if you, you know, oftentimes when I'm coaching clients and I ask them, they come up to me and ask me the same question. I often ask them to do this exercise, you know, spend a week, document every single thing that you've done, and then go back and see if those things that you spent your time doing or ultimately feed in your ultimate long-term goal. And when they come back to me, they find, whoa, I spent one hour doing this. I spent two hours doing that. I could have done that. I didn't realize I, I spent, you know, 
seven hours the whole week doing that and I could cut this by half and that would give me more time to do all this. That could give me more time to hang out with my kids, give me more time to do all that. So I, I think we, we tend to lose sight of how much time we're spending on things that actually are not feeding our ultimate bottom line. And, um, 24 hours is the same amount of time everybody else in the world has. So it, it, it's nothing that makes uh, Bill Gates more special than any of us. So Exactly. We just have, we exactly. Just have, we just have to get to that. No, I love this. All right. So we've, we've sort of, uh, you know, given the audience a, a little feel for who you are and I, you know, your passion comes through your answers. It's very, 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 very uh, energetic. And, and that's the way I, I love the interviews to be. But I want to talk about something else that a lot of the listeners love to do. I'm a podcaster. You're a podcaster. Yeah, podcasting is, is one of the uh, best ways to build a tribe, build a movement, and also share your message. How did you start your podcast and then how have you monetized it without waiting around for a sponsor? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the podcast has absolutely like blown up the business. It's I say all the time, I wish I had started at day one of the business and not four or five years in. Um, but it, it just puts you on a global stage. It gives you the opportunity to serve at a high level. It gives you exposure to people around the world. And it gives you an opportunity to let people vet you, um, you know, before they decide to make that decision to buy. And that's very, very important in today's culture and society because people aren't going to make a buying decision on some random person that they haven't had an opportunity to consume their content because they don't need to. They don't need to because people that are legit and in business to win are putting this great content out there. So, you know, it was just an opportunity to serve at a higher level and, and to make a, a bigger impact. And um, for me, I always was focused on monetizing from day one. It took us 30 days to, to monetize the podcast. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. And I'm very proud of that because I think that one of the biggest things I see in the podcasting world is that people have this kind of infatuation with getting sponsors and that they're waiting for that like golden day where, where they're going to get someone to, to pay to come advertise on their show. And I tell my clients this all the time, but if you do a good job with your podcast, you're growing your audience, you're effectively getting your listeners from the show onto your email list and you're making offers to those people, you can make a heck of a lot more money 
in filling up your products, your programs, you know, your sessions, whatever it is that you do, then that little measly amount that you're going to get from someone that's taking your airtime and your advertising attention away from your business and, and putting it onto theirs, right? And I, I don't think people really think that way. Um, so from the standpoint of monetizing a podcast, it, it's very important to start with the end in mind. Understand before you start you know, hitting record on an episode, what is your end goal of what you want someone to do at the end of this episode, right? And then building content that, that naturally builds curiosity and excitement and passion for that topic that you're talking about where people really see what's in it for them. They really see a tactical takeaway and they want even more and then make it easy for them. So, you know, we've seen more than 10 times the amount of people join our list from the podcast using text message opt-ins than we have from landing pages, because we know that when people are listening to podcasts, they're multitasking, they're out walking their dog, they're exercising, they're at the grocery store or whatever. So I think it's just being strategic and starting with the end in mind and just ferociously working at over delivering, but, but coupling over delivering with the end result that you want to create. No, I love that. But can you share more about that monetizing aspect? Because you're right that a lot of sponsors, I'm sorry, a lot of podcasters think that sponsorship is the end all be all. And, and that's a very um, crippling mentality to have because you tend to lose focus on what yeah. the podcast should be about. But you said you had a 30 day goal and you did that in 30 days. That's you sort of breezed through that. What, what, what was that? Yeah, oh. Absolutely. Yeah. We got our first coaching client from the podcast within 30 days of launching the show. Now, there's some very specific things that we did from day one and had an intention to do with the show. I do three different kinds of episodes every week and it's very intentional. One is a solo teaching episode. One is a guest interview and one is an ask Kelly episode where we answer listener written in um, and social media questions that we get from all different realms for the business. And so one thing is if you want people that listen to your show to buy your products and services, they have to know what you do. So many podcasters are not even sharing what they do, what their products and services are, how they help people and what action they want people to take. So number one, make sure your audience knows what your products and services are and take the time to create solo content in addition to your guest episodes so that they can get a feel for what would it be like to be working with you? What would it be like to be interacting with you? You know, what what do you teach? What are you an expert on? What can I learn from you? You know, in, instead of focusing all of your energy just on guests, I think that's I think that's very important as well. I think the other thing is making sure that you are effective at getting people from the podcast onto your email list and that when you get them on the email list, they're going into a funnel and that funnel needs to really engage them, orient them to your entire business, get them visiting your website, get them consuming your content and lead them directly into some specific product program, service, whatever it is. So I, I think that's a big piece of it as well. And and really treating the podcast as your voice to the people, right? Like you want everyone on your email list listening to the podcast and you want everybody on the podcast on your email list so that you're like surrounding these people. And so I think it's just thinking about creating an ecosystem where once someone comes in contact with your brand, you're going to keep them there and you're going to warm them up and keep warming them up until you get them to the point of being ready to make a sale yeah no I, there's definitely true to that you know just allowing your listeners to know who you are because right? you spent the time to create that community and then you provided them with so much value you know sometimes they just want to just know a little bit about you and and the more you reveal 
the more they can actually help you because they could know someone that says, hey, I heard what uh, Kelly Roach just said in the last episode and I have a friend who's going through that exact same thing. Maybe I could refer to you. And you've given them a place to go with your website and you could just give them an episode that they can listen to. That's another subscriber for you. So it's um, it's it's very, very strategic and intentional and it's also a smart way to grow an audience for sure. So I, I can see that for sure. Yeah, definitely. Now, I imagine you obviously you get a coaching client, uh, you monetize it. But another thing that you've done to monetize your your, your brand and, and what you do is you've launched online courses. Um, how is that? What's the process of that as well? I love it. It's been so much fun. And for me, it's really rewarding because obviously from a scale standpoint, you know, we have our group programs, we have our private consulting, all of that. But the courses have really just been, um, they've taken a huge weight off of me from the standpoint of my calendar is already full, you know, with calls all day long. And so I want to keep growing the business. Courses are a great way to do it. Um, and the people that go into our courses now are assigned a, an accountability coach on my team. So then my team members upsell those people into higher dollar programs of ours. So it's kind of, again, it's about that ecosystem. Um, but the courses have been great. Uh, the most successful way for us to sell the courses has been following the product launch formula and really giving people those, those three videos up front leading up to it, doing a strong email and social media campaign around that. And then after delivering delivering that value, you know, making that offer. So, I mean, I think every com- everything comes back to, you know, serving first, acting with intention, and then giving your audience a clear next step on what do I do? You know, what do I, what do I do from here? Where do I go from here? What do you want me to do next? Yeah, no, I love it. And just for those listening who may not be familiar with your work, this is like an, an AMA uh, episode, Ask Me Anything episode. Uh, I want you to take the chance to sort of introduce your podcast, your course, and what anyone can expect from working with you. Sure. Well, I'm a business growth strategist. So my whole business is built around helping people to achieve financial freedom through building their own businesses without compromising their quality of life. So that's how I help people. Um, The place that entrepreneurs and small business owners struggle the most is sales and marketing. So, you know, the way that I primarily help people initially is to generate enough clients to be able to hit their financial goals. And then once we get through that phase, then we move into team building and leadership and, you know, becoming the visionary and the CEO so you can scale up and replicate and, and step away from the day to day. But initially, a lot of it is around client generation. And I have four different courses that people go into. I have group coaching programs and masterminds. But uh, one of the ones that we just launched that, you know, is really good for new business owners is called the simple zero to 100k system. And that's really all about helping people go from zero to 100k in their business. Over a period of six months, we teach you every aspect of how to generate leads, how to qualify the leads, how to move them through the buying process by using content that converts, how to get them from your content into free consults, and then how to close them over the phone. So we teach people how to do that. Um, People are having amazing success with that. And I created that you know, not necessarily because I had a desire to create that course. I created that because I found that people really needed a stepping stone at the basic level to get to that first 100K mark so that they could afford to hire a team, pay for advertising, take an income. And there was just nothing that was filling that gap completely for people. It's like, 
one program teaches you about online courses, another program teaches you about podcasts, another program teaches you about social media, but none of them are teaching you a system to go from A to B to C all the way to Z and to finish with actually having the paying client on deck. Well, there you have it. Uh, Kelly Roach dropping knowledge on the Is Told by Nomads podcast. Kelly is also the author of 11 times international bestseller, Unstoppable, Nine Principles for Unlimited Success in Business and in Life. Uh, Definitely put that in show notes and also make sure that some of your other avenues are are, um, made easily accessible for the listeners. I I, I love this, this growth mindset that you have. And not only just because I think it's, um, it's, you know, it's admirable and it's something that's, that's incredible of an achievement, but I also think it's where the world is going. There, there's several stats to show that increasingly most of the people that are getting jobs in the future will become more freelancers. And what you're doing is, is giving each of these potential would be entrepreneurs a roadmap for them to take their businesses to the next level and for them to actually be ultimately the most, um, successful and, and impactful that they can be. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And and I think you you can't expect a job to make your dreams come true. Yeah. Right. So that's just some food for thought for everyone. If you're unhappy in your job, it might not be your job's fault. It might be a lot to ask Um, when you're working for someone else. You know, you're you're building their dream, not yours. So you know, it, it shouldn't be surprising that there's maybe some things that you don't like about it. So, you know, if, if you want to take total ownership of your life and you want to see, um, you know, the, the results that you want and deserve, it might be time to, to think about whether you need to take that next step and, and get your own gig started. Absolutely. And everyone is capable of doing that. It's just a matter of figuring out what it is that you are uniquely uh, uh, suited for. So, okay. Um, habits. You uh, habits for six to seven figure entrepreneurs. You talked about helping people get to that six figure. Now, obviously, when you get to that level, what are habits that those entrepreneurs have had that we can um, extrapolate from and then implement into our own businesses? Yeah, absolutely. So number one, you know, learn the skills that are going to be necessary to achieve your goals. I know that sounds like simple and obvious, but again and again and again, I see there's a disconnect between what people say that they want and what they're actually doing to get it. So whatever it is that you want to achieve, accomplish, be, whatever, go get the skills to be that and start doing it. That's number one. Um, number two, leverage. So leveraging other people's time, leveraging other people's money, whatever it is, um, you know, really highly successful people are always looking at how can they get results through others. That's why I talked a lot today about leadership, because I think so many people try to go at it alone. And there's, you know, a, a very a short limit on how much you can do by yourself. Um, you know, another key principle is, um, you know, making sure that you're taking care of yourself. So, you know, investing in your drinking lots of water, eating healthy, exercising, you know, getting eight hours of sleep, you know, high performers understand that in order to perform at a high level, they have to be functioning at a high level. And I see a lot of people that are functioning at a very low level day to day, and it makes it almost impossible for them to achieve their goals. So those are just a couple tidbits to think about. No, they're, they're amazing. And, you know, the thing that's consistent with Kelly is you're all listening is that she she has that work-life integration thin down. Uh, the balance there, there's always the, a healthy life, a wealthy life, um, and not too much in one end of the spectrum. Uh, another another thing that I love about you is that you retired your husband in the process. Uh, that's that's fascinating. The fact that you even put that in your bio is something that, that obviously piques my curiosity. But when you say you retired your husband in the process, h- how did that process work? Well, did you just say, hey, um, honey, I have... 
we've made this amount of money. What is it that you want to do? Do you still want to work at your company? Um, can we do something together? I'm just curious. So bottom line is we knew we didn't want to put my daughter in daycare. We knew that was the most important decision that we could possibly make. We knew my business could support us and was growing rapidly. And it was just the right decision at the time. No, and you know, I, I think I think it's great when um, couples and companies uh, work together that well. And obviously, you know, your your daughter was high priority to you, and, and your husband felt the same. And now you led to this. So okay, no, that's cool. All right, uh, this is the part where we usually do some of the fun, fun rapid fire questions and uh, get to know you a little bit more. The other side that's not the business side of you. So I'm going to ask maybe two to three questions, and uh, feel free to. To indulge, Kelly, um, the first question is, what's your favorite NFL team? Philadelphia Eagles. Is that the team you were a cheerleader for? Yes. So yes. You, you only were a cheerleader for Philadelphia, no other team? Just Philadelphia, yep. Wow. So it's, that's, that's one of those rare things. You, you got to cheerlead, you got to cheer, rather, for the team that you were a fan of, and it wasn't like they put you in like the Dallas Cowboys or what's another Eagles rival? Uh, Giants, New York Giants. And just you just stayed at the Eagles. Yeah, well, I went out and I auditioned for the Eagles specifically, so that was uh, that's what I had my my eyes set on. Okay, okay. Um, favorite podcast to listen to? Ooh, that's that's not yours. That's not yours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Self Made Man by Mike Dillard. Self Made Man. I love. Oh, you you listen to Mike Dillard. I love Mike Dillard. Yeah, Mike Dillard's fun. Mike Dillard's fun. And the uh, moment you realized where that you were making an impact in the world was when? Oh, oh man. So many times. But I would say um, probably when clients started telling me things like, you know, this is the first year I could afford to buy Christmas presents for my kids without using credit cards. Um, or this is the first time I was able to pay for my daughter to go into dance classes. You know, those are the things that like really matter to me that, that really count in the work that I do. Yeah. 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 Last but not least, this is the mission statement of the podcast. Use your difference to make a difference. That's, that's my why. That's the whole reason why I started any movement that I started. I want to build the next set of global leaders by encouraging their individuality. So how do you, Kelly, use your difference to make a difference? I think a couple ways. Instilling courage and confidence in everyone that I come in contact with to believe in themselves and follow their dreams. And then helping to give the tool set and the skill set necessary to them to go forward and make it happen. Awesome. Awesome. Well, instilling that confidence in people to use their unique skill sets to make their dreams yes. come true is a very, very admirable goal. So thank you so much for coming to the show. Where can we find out more about your work and what are you up to? Yeah, absolutely. So kellyroachcoaching.com is my website. I have nine different free audio and video trainings that you can download to get started on your entrepreneurial journey or your money mindset, everything in between. And of course, my show is Unstoppable Success Radio. We're live three times a week. And so that's probably the best place to uh, check out if you're thinking about wanting to uh, build financial freedom by growing your own business. Now, there you have it. I'll, I'll make sure I put that in the show notes, your website, your book, and your podcast, I mean, you're a true rock star. You're someone that's uh, carved their own path and made their own way. And you're someone that does it on the home front as well as on the public front. So I just want to thank you for being that beacon of hope and light of inspiration to the world so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is great. Now, the pleasure is mine. Ladies and gentlemen, till next week, use your difference to make a difference.
You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Undaria Algae Body Oil and Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.